Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome to the Scott and Jai Show on Radio X. Giddy up. Where we are all about lending an ear. Trying to move Tell on, Tell me mate. how you really feel. I love you, mate. I love you. No matter which way you go. Look. Sharing stories. But no, I have ended up in the emergency room after with a broken... And helping each other out. Called you, big fella. Yeah, call- said we need to go look around the town. Called for reinforcement. Yeah. That's the way. Brilliant. My new boss will probably be listening and going, thanks, Jai. Join us every Sunday at 10 a.m., Live on air. Catch the highlights 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. weeknights. The podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. So hit that subscribe button and join the conversation. We are all about mates helping mates. So whether you're battling the black dog or just need a friendly chat, this is the place to be. The phone number is 074994 or connect with us on social media at The Scott and Jai Show. We want to hear your story because, remember, it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it ain't weak to speak. So come on, join us for some good yarns. Quick side note, I love the dirty mo. Oh, I love it too. What does mum say? There's no dry here, mate. Hang it out. Laughs. Oh, but it was. It's quiet at home. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe even a few tears. Let's tackle life together, one story at a time. Because together, we can make a difference. This is The Scott and Jai Show, where everyone's story matters. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Do you have to press play? Yeah. Oh, Oh, there we go. Tequila shots all around. Tequila, tequila shots? Tequila makes my clothes come off. Oh, look, mate, it happens to the best of us when we meet people we love. <laughs> I have never seen a grown man turn to water. Yeah, every Sunday. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's slowly getting bigger. Didn't realise we'd downloaded the Better Homes and Gardens podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Loving what you guys are doing with the podcast. That's what our podcast is all about. Mates, helping mates, and anyone can come share their story. Yeah, our ultimate goal from this podcast is to help people. You've got the black dog there. Download the podcast. Listen to two blokes talking shit, sharing stories. People to come on and have a chat to us and tell us their story and how they got through everything and what what did they use to help themselves. And hopefully people can jump on and they can utilise this platform to listen to and maybe take some tips off other people that are going gone through similar situations to them. I just want to let everyone know that it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it ain't weak to it's speak. Welcome to Scott and Jai Show, Mates Helping Mates Podcast. What a way to start 2024. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Scott and Jai Show. It is the Mates Helping Mates Podcast. Morning, Jai. Morning, mate. How are you? Uh, mate, bit of an early start this morning. I'm getting oh, to that very shortly. Yeah. How have you been the last two weeks? You've had two weeks off the podcast. Yeah. No, well, yeah, I've had two weeks off the podcast, two <laughs> weeks off work. So it's um, it's been good. Um, part of me has enjoyed the break. I went down to Brizzy and met the Miso's family and spent some um, quality time with them and got to know them and 
met her sister's kids and yeah, just a really good family and it was good. I even played a game of touch on Christmas Day. Near um needed a reassustation afterwards, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, hey, since you've been gone, we uh, we've had a bit of an upgrade. Yeah, flashed it up. We just need a soundproof now. Yeah, get a couple of couple of like an Audrey studio. And you can see everybody on the camera this morning hey. too. So you can say hi to everybody. I feel like I'm in the prison room. Hey, g'day, g'day. So uh, we we had a bit of an early start this morning. Um, quite interesting turn of events. We'll get into that very shortly. Few segments to kick it off. We got news of the week coming up very oh, shortly. Yeah. I got a double. I got a yeah, double, double news story. Oh yeah, okay. get excited! Double news story. We'll also get into what uh, what's on your mind and two new segments: feedback line and um, situations. Oh, we got a feedback line. We got a feedback line. Oh, yeah. So if you want to uh, provide any feedback on the podcast, I hope to see what comes after us. Have a look. You can uh, post on. Uh, our social media at the Scott and Dry Show, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, and uh, Instagram. Uh, but the first, fucking lot. hey, the lot, hey, it's we're everywhere, and I know uh, all this week we've been posting up videos on uh, all the socials, trying to uh, it's blocking up my newsfeed. You get some more followers, so don't forget to like and. You want to turn your phone on silent, mate? We're doing yeah. a podcast here. Somebody said that the live says still loading. I've clicked all the right buttons this time. I'm getting... Hey, now that we had a bit of an upgrade, I'm used to... Uh, oh, there. Oh, oh, did I just drop the swear word there? Yeah. Oh, oh what? You won't beat yourself or cut yourself out, will uh, you? There's no... Um, dumb dog. Actually, there's no whistle, and I didn't load up the new one. I'll load it up uh, while we get into our very first segment. So the first, uh, the first segment... Uh, is the state of the nation. So please, please stand up while we uh, kick this off. Strap yourselves in, ladies and gentlemen. This is Scott and Jice, state of the nation. All right, let's get into the events. Let's get into the events of this morning. So um, what happened? Uh, oh, but my volume's not down. There we go. So, uh, what happened at 3 o'clock this morning, mate? The floor um, is yours. Yeah, well, this morning, um, my old lady's house um, got broken into. And um, they came through the kitchen window. And um, obviously, you know how small it is. Yes. But, um, yeah, went, went the back way around the house and um, grabbed a chair and took... Um, my mum's partner's uh, gloves and um, used them to uh, cover their prints and then um, jumped up through this little window space and uh, took mum's car keys and uh, the spare as well. Oh. Yeah. And, uh, this gets better and better, doesn't it? Yeah, and then uh, my brother called me and I rolled over, looked at my phone and I was like, oh, f-. And then uh, answered it, I was like, yes, mate. And he's like, Mum's car's been stolen. And I like, leaped out of bed and um, jumped in my car pretty much. And now I was like, I wanted to go find him. So I uh, went for a little drive, eventually found him and um, chased him for a fair bit. Couldn't get away from the beast. <laughs> um, she was screaming a fair, nice tune for everybody going around the streets. So I apologise about that, but 
Aussie in pursuit better than what the local coppers could do. So, um, oh, now I can play. Uh, now I can play the new whistle. Yeah, it the was. Views um, opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Keep yeah, going. look, it, it, there's good and bad in the world, right? And um, CQ's just had a really bad rep at the moment for um, pretty much anywhere north of Gladstone I think yeah look personally my opinion on that is get a golf club wrap it around the knees you only have to do it once and they'll they'll learn a lesson and that that was my plan this morning expressed in this program are those of the speakers you keep doing that you don't views or positions of any entity Uh, they represent sorry but yeah so chase them down I think we would have I would have been on the tail for a good 20-minute hike up the Gracemere Highway, into Gracemere, around Gracemere. And then my partner was on the phone to the police. Well, I don't know if he's a police officer. I think he's just an operator. Um, forgot to ask for his badge number. <laughs> and um, my partner relayed the message they said on the phone, which was, you need to stand down, please. Good manners, I'll give him that. And, At least they said please. Uh, exactly. Manners go a long way. And um, and then I said, what the f*** for? <laughs> and um, so, uh, and he was like, well, I think he said to Serena, I promise you, if you don't stand down, I'm not a constable, you can't tell me to stand down, I'm a public citizen. That, that would take me in. Yeah, so obviously I did the right thing, stood down and... Regroup back at home and um, called you, big fella, yeah, and call- said we need to go look around the town. Called for reinforcements, yeah. that's the way. Well, my theory was, like, obviously I didn't want to get you in trouble, but if I found them and my car was left on the side of the road, at least you could drive my car home while the coppers arrested me. Like, I'm not afraid to get cuffs on me. Like, hey, that's the stupid thing about it, right? We have this f***ing stupid government is all... Prim and proper and elbow is absolutely bullshit at his job. That maybe he just needs to grow a pair, chuck the little buggers away for 10 years in a big man's prison, or make them go out to a property and dig holes. Yeah, yeah, we were talking about that um, on the on the drive as we were driving around. Definitely, hundred percent. Something needs to be done, and something needs to be done pretty quickly because it's just going to keep going and keep happening and keep I going. I can't wait. I'm going to go and see old Bazaar tomorrow. Local Rockhampton member for all them Labor lovers <laughs> out there. Eat a dick. That's it. Go. You know, if if for change, go and chat to your local MP. Uh, that's going to be the easiest way. Get in contact with them. Our local member here is uh, Barry O'Rourke, but. You know, look what happened in Townsville. Local member come out. Oh, just had a go at everybody. Look, it's not their fault they're supporting a, a corrupt government. And, you know... <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. Right, keep it, going. It's, um... It's, look, their beliefs to their beliefs. Um, and, look, personally, I think that it... it how is it that a person that lives in a home that gets broken into, if you chase them down for the shit that you worked hard for and pay for, how, why can't we do anything about it? I'll get that safety. It's four o'clock in the morning. There's hardly any bloke on the road on a Sunday morning <laughs> at four o'clock in the morning. I didn't even want to be on the road. 
But I didn't even have coffee, and the coffee I got half went through my car because I had to go through the bushland. Chase these little things. But I think it's very wrong that we, we get told that they'll take us in and arrest us because we're doing something that, back in the day, you'd be able to leave your front door open all night and no one would dare walk through your house. And if you did, you'd take them back to their parents and you'd be flogged. Yeah. Well, and that's all about this prim and proper shit. That's what we were talking about before. Um, you know, it was only a few years ago when we lived in... Elbow, just hand the f***ing towel in and go home, mate. <laughs> the views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. <laughs> yeah, for legal reasons. You know. But no, make the, I guess, the highlight of all this is make sure uh, you're well protected. Well, like, my opinion opinion of it is is like why should people in their homes feel scared and like worry about whether it's their house next that's it that's it and they go to the local court system or federal court system whatever system they go to and the judge is like oh yeah mate don't do it again have a good day slap on the wrist on your bike next next minute out stealing another car there needs to be some major major reform it just, you know, it's going to get to the point that someone is just going to flog the living life out of these little kids for thinking that they're all too good. Maybe they should get a job instead of stealing cars. Whether you're black, white, purple, the lot. Like, everybody has a right to feel safe in their own homes and everybody should feel like they don't have to go out and buy all extra security stuff just to make sure their cars or the TVs or anything in their house will be stolen. Well, the the funny part was is, like, there's cameras at your mum's place and they pretty much walked around the side of the building to avoid them. Um, oh, don't you worry, there's more cameras going up. <laughs> I, I can imagine. There's going to be spotlights a lot. I might even dig a hole down the side of the house. Put a couple of leaves on there so when they walk past, they fall down a six-foot drop. Yeah. You know, that's what we've got to go to because apparently if you do anything and protect your own homes, you go to jail for it. Then what's the point in buying a home? So... Everybody, just move out, buy RVs, (laughs) stuff the government, let's just... Don't even pay tax. So I know where we're going tomorrow. We're going to go see your mate, Bazza. Yeah, uh, well, come on, mate. Show us what you got, like... Yeah, 100%. It's beyond a joke. What, what about the pe- like elderly people that can't defend themselves? What are they meant to be like, here, mate, here's my wallet? Or you want my car keys too? Yeah, just they bend over and take it. It's, yeah, like... It's not good. You know, like, there's, there's crime all over the world, and I understand that, and there's only so much coppers can do. But don't sit on the phone and tell me to stand down and we'll do our job. Mate, I got the to the. Views and opinions expressed in this program are those did. of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. So, okay, continue. Yeah, you keep pressing that button. <laughs> and press something else. It's better than a uh, whistle in the air, that's for sure. Well, like, I, I understand. There's only so much someone can do, but if I can get into my car half asleep and track down my mum's stolen car before a cop can, well, clearly, maybe I should become a copper. That's actually not a bad idea. I'm not becoming a copper. 
I don't need to hover around the button for that comment. But no, if you do see, um, if you do see this particular video, I know there's a whole list um, on this Facebook page. Uh, it is Stolen Cars Central Queensland. The rego of this particular car uh, was three six zero. Not lost it. There you go. Three six zero FZZ. And I see here there's more. It's not just your mum's stolen vehicle. There's another one that's popped up there today too. So look, and I and I, no, I can understand like this is why people are starting vigilante groups because I guess a lot of people have the same opinion. Like we should be able to feel safe in our homes. You know, it's like um, last year. I think it was mid last year. There's a fella. Someone broke into his house and went into his daughter's room and he ended up getting locked up because he flogged the life out of this boat. That's right. That's right. Um, but he's the criminal because he defended his daughter. It's hard enough to get ahead in the world today without not being able to defend what we own, what we work for, what we go out every day, get up at 4, 6 in the morning, go to work for 12 hours, then come home and just we've got to sit there. G'day, mate. No, you're right. I'll unlock the door for you. Come in. Here's keys. Here's my wallet. Here, take the fridge while you're there if you want. It's been, uh, it's, yeah. It's it's, just... it's, it's just a f***ing joke, mate. Like, um, excuse my language, but, like, it just grinds my gears. <coughs> um, I'm not someone that um, agrees with a lot of laws in Australia, but personally, if I had it my way, the bikers would be back. You know, like... You know, I know a lot of people think, oh, they're, they're big bad men, but when they were around, a lot of things didn't happen in this town. You keep going. Why did you edit might, that might out? Might play over the top of you, but... Hey. Did you edit that out? No, 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 no. Mate, you're live. You're live out. The Look, views and opinions can... expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. <laughs> would, would you prefer the... Prefer? Prefer the, um, the whistle... No, I wouldn't be fair, any of it. <laughs> like, but then I get it. There's another thing the government controls, and, like, people that own Facebook and TikTok and all that, they restrict what we can and can't say. What happened to, you know, the old vets that went overseas and fought the wars so we could live in a free country? 100%. Like, why did they have to go and sacrifice their lives to imagine if they were still seeing all this? What did they really fight for? Mm. You know, like, I have utmost respect for any vet. That's, you know, still serving, served. You know, I, I think it's a big sacrifice for anybody to make. But what are, what are we doing it for, really? But I agree with you. There needs to be some sort of punishment. Bob Catter actually has, and the Catter party have said that um, send should send him out of the bush. Yeah, out properties, Teach doing things. Teach him how things. to work. Yep. Where are their parents? I, okay, I get that. Some, some of these kids don't have parents and positive role models in their life, but... At the same point, we shouldn't be the ones getting punished for it. Mm, I'll get that more than anybody. It's just not okay. There's, There's got to be a punishment. Yeah. You know, punishment like... Punishment that fits the crime. I like what you said, actually, this point. Ten years. Mm. You're going to steal a car, ten years. Ten years in prison. Yep. Not just juvie. Prison. It's like... You're going to learn. You're going to lose ten years of your life. You might actually come out and appreciate what you've lost. Mm, 100%. 
Prison ain't a nice place. I'm sure anybody that's been in prison or is in prison would love to be on the outside. You know, there's just... Well, the comment, the other comment that was made today in between all of this is at Christmas time they sent most of the prisoners, they put them on um, with ankle bracelets and then sent them home. And what message are we sending them? Yeah, something definitely needs yeah, to change. What, what, what's the prison bracelet, um, the tracking bracelet going to do to him? Nothing. No, oh. nothing. Yeah, it's all right. We'll be able to find your car a bit soon. Oh, this one we let go for Christmas so he can spend it with his family. But he just stole a car, but we, we've got him on our tracking computer. What? Bravo. Like, it's a, it's an absolute shit show um, that our government's running at the moment. Yep. Um, State and federal. Look, I personally, if a... If it was my opinion, take every single person out and every party, rip them all out, start again. Start fresh. Yep. Because the people do matter. I think people have a right to um, feel safe in their homes and feel, if I go and buy a new car tomorrow, that I should be able to park it in the house that I paid for and the house that I've busted my ass to get ahead Mm. to... um, put a roof over my head and my family's head um, and not feel like, oh, you know, shouldn't have to worry about people coming into your yard. No. Nor should you have to worry about if you defend your family and your own home um, or your property, that you're going to get told over the phone by an operator that, oh, stand down, otherwise we'll take you in. All right, hero. It's incre- it is. It's incredibly frustrating. And you know what? I'm I'm proud of you. You know why? Because I I did say to somebody this morning, we've got to listen to the first twenty minutes of the Scott and Dry Show because it'll be about what happened this morning. It, it pisses me off because I know what it's like to work yourself out of debt and achieve a lot within yourself. And when you start getting ahead and you buy things that you know you you appreciate. Um, and you value, and it's taken away from you. You're meant to sit down and just let the... Oh, I'll use their words. Let the police do their job. Well, they did say that they'd be there within 24 hours. And what, what time did they get there this morning? About 8 o'clock? Yeah, 8 o'clock. So four hours later. Too bad if a storm comes in and, you know, washes everything away. Like, they need... The government needs to step down, get out, and start again. Because it's an absolute shock. And I honestly can't wait... I really hope we can see Barry, and I want to hear his opinion on his leadership team. I'm excited for tomorrow now. I don't know whether we should film it. No, I don't think you can. Oh, why not? Because they're afraid they'll say something that, you know, they shouldn't, or they'll just lie through their teeth teeth to protect what they think is the right thing. They don't give Useless. two hoots about anybody else but themselves, and as long as the big paychecks keep rolling in... They don't give a shit. How much does the Prime Minister get paid? How much does Elbo getting paid? I don't know. We'll have to do a quick Google. I reckon it's about easily half a mil. Keep talking. Half a mil. Easy. Well, the Premier gets about that. Oh, just the Premier. Not even Big Dog. Oh, here we go. How much does the Prime Minister earn? Anthony, oh. oh. I'm too scared to tell you now. What, 1.2? No, just over half a million dollars. Oh, 600,000. Uh, and I bet you he doesn't even break a freaking sweat. 587. I bet you he doesn't even break sweat. Does he pay tax? Yeah. Oh, he does? 
But yeah, Ed Max probably get a lot of that back. Yeah, like everyone in Australia who has, has an income, the Prime Minister also pays tax on their salary. That's but it's probably the bad Sometimes minimum. people are excused from paying income tax, but this does not include the Prime Minister. There you go. Oh, I'm shocked. <laughs> Trapped about everything else. I just thought he'd make everybody else in the country pay tax, but not him. That's right. Matt, oh, I really would love to just break into his house and just show oh. him what it's like, steal his car, take it for a ride. Oh, no, he's most probably got paid bodyguards standing out the front door waiting to protect him. But every everybody else has, you know, got to just sit there and let the shit happen to him. About I'd what? love to get an elbow on here. I'd rip him a new hole. Uh, we can always send him an email. Oh, we should. Hey, that's my list of things for next week. Like, you know, something's got to happen. And, look, I'll go out and talk to Barry. Not that we're most probably going to get the truth. And I'm sorry if you're Barry's kids and you're listening to our podcast... We live in a world where Australia used to be the best country. We, as Us as kids used to play out on the road till the lights came on. You know, you used to be able to go inside, fall asleep on the lounge and your door's wide open. Yep. And not have to worry about anything happening. You know, and we have to, like, lock our doors and we've still got the chances of don't leave a window open because they just might cut the screen and jump on a chair and jump on and on through the kitchen. Keep us updated. Uh, <coughs> we'll, we'll keep you updated next next week on how... Yeah, I uh, might have to call you from Edna. Yeah. <laughs> zoom in. All right, let's uh, move into the rest of the show. You're listening to the Scott and Jay Show. Mates Helping Mates podcast. You know what I forgot to tell you as well? Another change for 2024. We... Um, we have a new voiceover guy. Did you hear him? Yeah, before? the AI. Uh, it's not quite AI. His name's... Here, I'll introduce you. Hello, Scott and Jay. I'm Will. I am the new voiceover I'm guy well for the Scott will. and Jay show. Tell Katie I'm sorry I took her job. No hard feelings. I look forward to working with you guys in 2024. Yeah, there you go. Good old Will. You know, what, what hours does he work, man? <laughs> Uh, he's a nine to five guy. Nine to five, <laughs> what a champ. Nine to five, Monday to Friday. Pays double tax because he's a good bloke. <laughs> it does. <laughs> no. Um, and hey, we also got a flash new. Uh, we got a flash new logo too. Yeah, yeah. No, you did amazing. It's pretty that. good, eh? Not me, mate. It's the it's the content theories that do everything. Excuse oh, me. Can't look at you straight this morning. Maybe it's because we're both overtired. Um, right. Should we, cha- should we change it up? Should we lighten the mood a little bit? Can you lighten the mood? I can. You ready? This is Scott and Jace, News of the Week. Double. I've got a double, a double story for you this week. Be excited. Get excited. A double, a double D story. Penis. Yeah, well, I was, you know, we're live, and I suppose kids don't can't dial in and listen live and download the podcast. Well, I'm not s- saying, you know, the C word. <laughs> not yet, anyway. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Yeah, come on, quick. All right. We go to Czechoslovakia. We go, no, we don't. The Czech Republic. It's Czech not Czechoslovakia, Republic. it's Czech Republic. It's so 2023. Over there. Oh. Yeah. 
Actually, it's funny. Looking up all these uh, news stories, my Facebook... You should see my Facebook feed. It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Anyway, a Czech priest has severed his own... Uh, with a knife after being driven uh, mad by a tick bite. Uh, the The unnamed priest was found in his home in a small village, not even going to try and pronounce that name, um, after friends feared for his life when he failed to show up to prearrange plans. Firefighters were were forced to break uh, through three doors to get to the priest, who was found with severe injuries to his genitals. He ended up in hospital, but his condition had deteriorated and he was put into an induced coma and ended up needing a ventilator to assist with breathing. Throw his... Or his mouth. <laughs> they, hooked the, they hooked the ventilator up to his mouth, not his... Did he, um... Did he put it on ice, at least? Oh. After he severed it? He was put into the coma for ten days and his boss, Vic... Oh, I'm not even going to read that either. Uh, revealed that the priest had suffered a tick. The tick had done some damage to his piece. Done some stuff to his old uh, man, eh? Which caused inflamed. Uh, sorry, which caused inflammation of his nervous system, leading him to uh, suffer a form of psychosis. So it's like kind of like blue balls, but poor, worse. Poor bugger. He also had a viral infection. Oh. So he had a tick there, tick on his D, and uh, a viral infection. Uh, police had previously ruled out that someone else had caused the priest's injuries so it was just a one man band G'day Is that light in your day? Or you oh, want to hear no, the next that, That's kind of painful personally You, you want to hear the next one? I couldn't imagine Can you imagine trying to soar off your like by yourself? No I, It's not something I would do Well should give it a go uh, No Anyway here's the second one Double D story for the first podcast of the week the, the New Year, sorry. I'll just read you the headline. Businessman sues his doctor after a botched penis enlargement. Operation leaves him shorter. That's the news headline. Maybe uh, the doctor uh, didn't put his glasses on. So we're off to Turkey. This one's in Turkey. A man who alleges that a poorly executed penis enlargement procedure has left him with a diminished manhood in pursuing le- and is pursuing legal action against his doctor. Hey, look, brother, the old saying goes, it's not how big it is, it's how you use it. (laughs) Uh, The wealthy banker from Turkey uh, sought the services of, uh, that again, not going to pronounce his name, uh, to enhance his 4.7-inch penis. In legal documents, the banker, national banker, assured him a minimum increase of 1.1 inches in length and 1.1 inches in girth, according to local media. Why would you only go 1.5 inches or whatever it was? Uh, 1.1. Why? I don't know. If I was getting enlargement, I'd be going at least 5 inches longer. Oh, I've got to turn you down. You got excited then. <laughs> Slap her on, Doc. <laughs> uh, the, enraged, the enraged banker, national banker, is seeking... Not erect, right. Five hundred thousand. I don't even know what Turkish money is. Irira. Ir- 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 anyway, uh, which is roughly thirteen thousand dollars, thirteen thousand pounds in compensation. Oh, is that it? It makes it. Yeah, it gets worse. The doctors performed a second procedure to address the oh. the bleeding and limit the damage following the attempted uh, following at the can't even read now following the attempted enlargement of the man's penis. I wonder how they do that. Just cut off a bit of 
arm skin and slap her on. No, Roll matter. up that German sausage. The doctor's defence team... Uh, oh, here we go. How are yeah. they going to defend it? See, due to the patient's structure... Oh, so it was obviously pretty small. There was a risk of the operation resulting in no enlargement. Oh, okay. There you go. But the but doc there. was like, we'll go ahead. So, so two two D stories for the week. I hope you enjoy that. Yeah. It's, um, I thought that was exciting. You get excited over them kind of things often? No, but like I said, you should see my news feed. Holy. It's, um, it's full of, you should, yeah. It's quite funny. We were scrolling through. Remember, I was showing you the elevator yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, elevator photos. I say that. There's in some comments. fancy like elevators out there. I tell you, but there technology is, is getting <laughs> so good. <laughs> it is. All right. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Scott and Jai feedback line. There's even a little tune there. So, welcome to the feedback line. Your comments. Is it your comments? On the internet. Not necessarily on our Facebook page, but that yeah. could be anywhere on the internet. This, however, is on our Facebook page. Do you remember last... must have been 17th of December when we did the podcast uh, and we are talking about storms and, mm. and bread and how to make bread in the slow cooker. Oh, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just read you the comment. Uh, Wasn't it... What were we talking about? Camping? No, storms. No, we're talking about storms when the power goes out. Yeah, 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 I'm with you now. uh, Kelsey, we won't won't say our last name, but Kelsey's commented and said, I didn't know Jai ate anything that Katie didn't cook or that comes from the servo. Please upload pictures of the bread. She needs to wake up to herself. (laughs) Clearly you don't know me at all if that's what you think. Gets better. I defended you, mate. I said... I actually said, I'll defend you, mate. Spaghetti bolognese with bacon and parmesan cheese. It was bloody fantastic. You know what I cooked last night? What'd you cook last night? Fajitas. Fajitas! Oh, fajitas! Yeah, they were really nice, too. I did my own little spin to it. Did you have any Coronas with it as well? No, no, no. Oh, no. yeah. Uh, special secret. I'll give you one secret ingredient. Anyway. Sugar. Kelsey has now decided... You don't even care. I do. I yeah. Fajitas. Fajitas. Did you... For fajitas, coronas, mm. or margaritas. They're really nice. Olé. Yeah, adding like a teaspoon of brown sugar while you're mixing and cooking the chicken, it just gives it a bit more like of the sweetness. Oh yeah, really good. That's good. Everybody said it was good, even Mum, and that's a chef saying that it was good. Good work, mate. Fajitas. You have to give us your recipe. Oh, we have a segment: better homes and gardens. <laughs> Cook with joy and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Cook with Jai. Mates, help him, mates. Um, so, the challenge has been set to you, mate. We've got to try and make this bread in the slow cooker. Yeah, I'll just go down to the bakery. <laughs> she, no, she wants, like, video oh, and she photos. Wants, uh, what for? To see us actually do it. Just oh, yeah, we, we can do that. We'll give it a crack. We can do that Is next that week. Is that because you don't know how to make bread in a slow cooker? Who? Kelsey. Me or Kelsey? Yeah. Probably Kelsey. I feel like when people like want to be... Be funny like that and uh, post this because they actually don't know how to do it. Well, she set the challenge to us, so now we've got to make slow cooker bread. Right. We can talk everyone through how to do it. Yeah. The giant Scott cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> cooking with Rob. Cook. 
Maybe we might even get old Gordo on. Cooking with Jai. Old Ramsey. Cooking with Scott and Jai. Now, there is another little segment we, we want to do, and we need we need our listeners' help. You do realise that people can see you on the camera, hey? And? You're just chilling out there. It's been anyway. a busy morning, mate. <laughs> I've still got a big drive to go. Uh, we do. Let's get a, a more light-hearted stuff here. We've got a new segment. What is with me today? You know, I thought 2024, it's going to be new, it's exciting, we've, everything's updated, everything's looking good, and yet I still can't get the computer going right. How ridiculous. Old budgie smugglers. I'll try it again. Here we go. Scott and Jace. Situations. Maybe Will needs to pick up his game, otherwise he might be sacked. Oh, Will. So, situations. Yeah, well, we shared my situation. I've got it here on replay as well, to give you an example. Um, So, if anyone out there, any situation is hilarious, we want to know about it and we want to share it with everybody. So, if you have a situation you want to share with us, get in contact on social media at the Scott and Jai Show. Serena had a, has a situation as well, oh. and uh, well, that's up to you. We can you can decide whether you want to tell everybody about that, or uh, while we replay yours as an example, um, or I just wait for her to storm through here and scream at me and press buttons so she um, cuts us off. You want me to, you, yeah, are you playing what? Well, I can play you. Oh, oh, here is a situation. Uh, sorry, an example of a situation. We went on a truck trip. Alternate about snapped, and you know the worst place because obviously I drive this road to go to work. If anyone's ever driven over, is it Marlborough Serena Road? Yeah, I think yeah, yep. Marlborough Serena Road. You'll, it's a very you'll know all the road. stories. A um, lot of there's no trees, no nothing. It's just flat paddocks, background of hills and mountains. We're stuck there and sitting up in the car waiting. And, yeah, so in the between of getting a hold of him and him trying to get out to us, I needed to go for a shit. What did you do? Well, firstly, when I felt it, I pushed it back in. So I was like... I I really didn't want to go on the side of the road because there was no coverage, so I couldn't even go behind a tree where I had some, like, decency about it. Or a little bit of privacy. It was just nothing but open land. And you were like, oh, no, don't worry about it, mate. i got toilet paper here. So <laughs> he gave the toilet paper and it was drizzling rain. This was just before Cyclone Jasper hit. Yeah. So I had to do it. So I dropped my ducks and chucked my jocks and um, pants back into the car on the truck. And uh, grabbed onto the edge of the flatbed and um, got you to stand at the end of the flatbed and um, looked the other way to just check if there's any cars coming. And I got into a very <laughs> right posture. Um, obviously with... Um, See, I, and I stood in front of you, block, block traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know if anybody's ever done a poo in the bush, but <laughs> you, you, you got to get down and, and get with it, you know what I mean? Like, started pushing and then old Scotty turned around and checked me out and looked me in the eyes while... Just making sure you're all right. Yeah, making you know? sure I was going all right. And there was a little, like, snake coming out. 
And um, in the process of him staring at me, the car started coming, so I had to snap her off and so quickly put my hands back on. I was very nervous because, like... <laughs> We're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but, like, you also, like, we still had a fair bit of a hike to get to... Yeah, we um, still had two hours to go, yeah. So, yeah, we had another lunch by this point, and um, we stopped at Lotus Creek service station. Pulled up there, and the first thing I asked that lady was, like, do you have a shower? And she was like, yep, this is the code for the shower door. I was like, you beauty. Went around the shower, took everything off, and, like, best shower, I mean, like, I've been to a lot of, like, uh, amenity blocks with showers, um... But, yeah, cleaned myself up, and luckily I didn't make a mess in my jock, so... Which is a talent in yourself. Anybody that's had to snap off a shit before understands. I did think the funniest... The funniest part of the whole thing was... Why I had toilet paper was... Just in case you got into that situation? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been in that situation before. The toilet paper was spread in the grass. It was toilet paper and then You know, like... It, it was, I was so embarrassed because, like, each time we sat back in that truck waiting for the mechanic, you got a whiff of that too, like. <laughs> but, like, the toilet paper, because it rained a little bit, you remember, it was just sticking to the grass. And, like, if you looked close enough, you'd see, like, just big, long wipes. Look, huge. Yeah. So what is well, your new... you just said yeah. No, I didn't. I just went, oh. yeah, trying to move yeah, on. I'm yeah, trying to move so, on. Yeah. Trying to move on. It's a, it's a touchy... Yeah, I'll see you. Trying to move on. Trying to move Tell on, Tell me mate. how you really feel. I love you, mate. I love you. Oh. No matter which way you go. Look. <laughs> don't put me on the spot like that. Jeez. Why would you do that? I don't know. Look at you there. I'm just ready for bed. So, ready for bed, are you? Yeah. Ready for a nap. <laughs> Just my midday nap. Midday nap. Yeah, being up early with a broken side didn't get to sleep till like one o'clock. Yeah, I was not far behind you actually. Yeah. Right into the TV show. I actually seen you online. Yeah. Yeah. No. What were you up watching last night? Uh Serena was watching this TV show. I can't remember what it was. It was it was a bit weird. It was more dramatic than Home and Away. I did say that. Like yeah, like there was this scene where this um. Like woman, um, with this fella, um, his dad passed away. Yep. And this woman, which supposedly just to be a friend, but was a lot older than him, they came over and they like took drugs together, and then like started a loose uh, ketamine. They took ketamine together, and then um, the woman and him started making out, and then it turns out that that woman's his actual mother, but he didn't know. Yes. Yeah, oh. Sounds like a must watch. Yeah. What was it called? I have no idea. Oh. Didn't pay that much attention. Oh, bugger. Yeah. Got to share it with everybody. Yeah, oh, it's on Netflix. <laughs> we don't even know what the name of the program is. Yeah, oh, well, I know. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know. I'll have to ask Serena. I'm watching something really boring at the moment. Well, it's not actually really boring. It's really... Um, Excuse I don't me. know, it's good. I'm into those crime shows. So we yeah. were watching Law and Order. Now, Blue Blood's new season's out. Been watching yeah. that too. It's been. Um, it's about copper D's. Whole family of coppers. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, How would you be? Yeah, it's good. But anyway, back to the situation. 
Yeah, so if you want to share your um, any situations, and again, if we have a situation, we, we will bring to the table and share like with two you. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what? I can't believe you said that. <laughs> I didn't even have my finger on the dump button. That's uh, gone out for everyone. Yeah, well. Check it out. I'm hovering over it now. Don't be like that. You look you do, you look so relaxed. Actually the video's frozen and people can't see you lying down. Oh. <laughs> yeah, like, well I think it's the only Oh no, I'd almost a close call this morning. You were with me. We started touching cross. So we're, we're, we've got another situation. Serena messaged and said, don't mention her situation. Yeah. But we won't go there. Long story short, she pretty much just ran to the bathroom. <laughs> and like, I, want, yeah. I want no part of this. Yeah, no. I, I want to live too, so I won't continue. No, anyway. but um, yeah, this morning, just like having everything go on, I didn't get the time to do the morning drop-off. And... Um, yeah, as we were driving around, it just hit me all of a sudden. I felt it start touching clocks. So I was like, oh, hey, big fella, we got to stop. I've had... Um, you used the D word. <laughs> what? Yeah. What word? <laughs> no, I can't. I'm not repeating it. Oh. Anyway. Dumped. <laughs> Thank you. That's funny. Oh, we dropped. We, 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 we dump you and then that happens. Drop the kids off. What D word? I'm not going to repeat it. Well, I don't know what word I said. I wish I had instant replay. I'm going to just go back and play it. Anyway, let's uh, let's I'll move on with the with the show. With this week's um, this week's story time. Um, we actually, I've got a little promo for it. No, oh. do you? Yeah, you want to hear it? There you go. There you go. The podcast today to share a story. I was figuring out where to start. I think it's a hard part sometimes. This is obviously like something that is affecting your, your way to live. Um, I think that's the most distressing part here. It's affecting, yeah, the way you're living. It's affecting, obviously, your mental health and it's affecting your relationship and things like that. So, what, yeah, what do you do to... Yeah, what's your next steps kind of thing? Uh, currently, it's just the, the same as been for the last few months. Keep trying to get some sort of job to get some sort of income coming in. Um, yeah, just, I guess, keep surviving is probably the best way to explain it. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, unfortunately, for some time. You know, obviously you moved up here for a bigger picture and set yourselves up. And for all this to go on and the end result is obviously, you know... We are right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we moved up here super hopeful. We were like, yep, we'll start afresh. Everything's going to be sort of great. There, you know, there's so many things out there for blokes. Um, you know, like walk and talk. Um, you know, where they have a breakfast every second Sunday and it's a group of blokes that just talk. And, um, Those guys are really good. Absolutely um, amazing. The blokes yeah. that run that. And who knows, you might be able to talk to someone there that might be able to assist you. Give me the opportunity to get the story out has been probably one of the best things you could possibly do have said you know like you said before it's a platform for people to talk because if you don't talk and you don't get it out there um you let it all fester and build up you know, boom boom and you know there'll be someone that's downloaded this they've listened to it they will be in a similar situation to you and they'll know that 
there is a way through it. This podcast is about helping people, so we'll obviously put our brains together and... Um, mates helping mates. Yeah, see what we can do on our end, and um, it'll give us the opportunity to kind of do a bit of outreach within the community. Ah, uh, cool. Thank you. I do, I do really appreciate that. All good, mate. It's all about helping other people. That's it. Thanks for sharing your story, mate. No, thank you for hearing it. If you want to share your story, contact The Scott and Jai Show on socials. Or email the Scott and Jai Show at outlook.com.au. Nothing's changed in 2024. Anyone watching this feed must be like, what the f are they doing? What did you say? Nothing. Uh, Alex's story is already um, posted too, so you can download that separate to the. It is included in the full podcast, but there is a separate part in it. Yeah, yeah. To the podcast, so it's uh, it's listed as bonus content. So that's ready to go live. Um, Whenever you, wherever you download your podcasts, do you get the whole thing, like, or just you can download the so you can download the whole podcast, the whole show, um, but the stories will go up separately as yep. well. So if you want to skip the funny part, the good yeah, part, the good you can part. go straight to the story, the good part. Yes. Now it's time to share your story, real stories from real people. People to come on and have a chat to us and tell us their story and how they got through everything and what what did they use to help themselves and hopefully people can jump on and they can utilise this platform to listen to and maybe take some tips off other people that are going gone through similar situations to them. It's about mates helping mates. I just want to let everyone know that it's not weak to speak. I just want to let everyone know that it ain't weak to speak. And this week's story, we were joined by Alex. Uh, Alex put up a post on social media uh, wanting some help, and we managed to get in touch with him. We did uh, his story time via Zoom. Uh, just before we get into Alex's story. The Scott and Jai Show would like to advise you that this content might include graphic references to topics such as sexual abuse, self-harm, violence, and eating disorders. If you want to avoid this content, exact times are given in the show notes. Hey, mate, Alec. So you've come come on the podcast today to share your story? I was figuring out where to start. I think it's a hard part sometimes. Um, essentially, I've sort of been chatting to you about what's been going on recently because um, I've been struggling, as a lot of people are at the moment, but um, sort of all started when I had a workplace accident yep, and um, I sort of never recovered from that, never got the support I needed to recover from that and um, it's made it quite difficult to to get another job really, to, to hold down another job with the injuries that I, I sustained and unfortunately now uh, me and my fiance are looking at possibly losing our house because we can't afford to live anymore yeah it's not um it's not good no it's not good so what um what injuries like um have affected you from working like so i now have um so i bulged some discs in my back and i tore i think they call it like an annular sac Yep. And um, I also have permanent nerve damage now down one of my legs. 
um, which causes it to just at random times drop out from underneath me, and I'll just I'll just hit the ground because I have no control over it. Yeah, like um, uh, and pinched nerve kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've got um, big. Uh, it's good that like, I found out because of this, but I've got uh, degenerative spine now as well. Well, if you if you're comfortable talking about it, what um, what happened with your what what was the injury that happened at work? Um, so I slipped over in uh, in a cold room at work and uh, landed flat on my back. Uh, it was not up to unfortunately up to code, up to safety regulations, and uh, yeah, I just off I went down the ground, smash my smash myself. When you say um, the business that you worked for wasn't up for code. Um, just do you mean by being in a cold room obviously like I have a background of working in hospitality most of my um, younger years was it just like they weren't keeping up keep with uh, non-slip floors and yeah yeah there was uh, it was actually you, you, you'd know how wrong this is straight up Di it was um, polished concrete in the cold room yeah okay yep yeah, which is not really. Yeah, there was no no slip mats, none of that. It was just straight polished concrete. So when the um, the condensation going in and out of the fridge, it built up, and then yeah, it was on the floor, and it was like it was like black ice. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, you know, it's a collective as a business to be um, making sure that they're on top of that. Um, yeah, definitely. But, yeah. And they made no changes to fix it after the incident happened either. They just sort of let it go. Yeah. So, um, with the transition, obviously, like, I understand with having incident work, you've got to go through protocols and all that. Did What did the business do to support you in trying to get, get you fit back for work? Obviously, you've got to be fit for work to be able to attend your normal duties. Pretty much, the business did nothing. They spoke between different stores about me, saying that I'd um, I'd faked my injury and that I was putting it on, um, and just yeah, made it a really terrible experience, really. Yeah, right. Which obviously that comes under you know, well, that's a whole that. separate issue to yeah, that, slipping that's, over. Yeah, that comes under workplace bullying and. There's a lot of banners acting for Wanda. Um, yeah. Which just makes it harder to try and assist a person back into work, which obviously, like, as you mentioned earlier, it's hard for everybody in this um, time and age we're living in um, to obviously make money and to um, just do anything, really. Um, I think a lot of people are in similar positions and... I guess for your part, it's very hard for you to um, go back into work with having these injuries. Yeah, yeah, I've tried to go back and I I did get another job and it was great. But unfortunately, once I had to do the physical for that job, I I failed it with my back, so I lost that. Yeah. Um, And what, like, obviously, like, um, myself especially, but obviously this podcast is about built around building people's, like, understanding around mental health and well-being and obviously utilising um, people's stories and backgrounds for um, mental health. 
where would you say uh, your mental health um, with all this happening and obviously your situation now, as you're saying that, um, you know, yourself and your fiance are really struggling, obviously, to keep a roof over your head. Um, my mental health's been all over the place since it happened. I've ended up uh, in hospital on suicide watch with it all. Um, it's it's really it's, it's taken a hit. I think almost, if not more, than the physical has probably been the mental health side of things. Just sitting around, not being able to do anything in pain all the time, sort of eats at it, and then it becomes a feeling of. You know, I should be able to help provide for my family. I should be able to help keep a roof over our heads. And I just, I don't have that ability at the moment. And that, that, I struggle with that. I feel useless at my partner. She's had to, we moved up here for her to do her university course. And she's since had to quit university to go back to full-time work and either in, in order to try and sort of keep us above board. But even then she can't get the hours that she needs either to be able to do that so we're both yeah we're both really struggling with it with all this happening do you think that it's taking a toll on your relationship or oh yeah definitely we've been fighting not terribly but i mean we we'd never had a fight bad prior to this and we 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 fight about like money and i think it's because of the stress as well, we're just both like, I think reached our sort of peak yeah. stress levels and any little thing at the moment just sort of, yeah, it niggles at us and sets us off and yeah, it's really, it's taken a strain on that as well, most yeah. definitely. So, so you've had the workplace injury, we've had, you've had yeah. the support the through work cover, like you've gone through the work cover stuff. Um, yeah, went through work cover. Yep. So um, where's um, where are you at with that now? Um, work cover. I uh, cut me off not long into work cover because that specialist, um, that specific specialist, said that I didn't have any nerve damage and that I was basically fine, even though my personal GP. Um, was arguing against that, but obviously WorkCub's going to take their specialist's um, opinion over sort of anything else. Um, so, yeah, I think it's been now, that was probably June, I think, that ended. So, yeah, we've had nothing to do with work cover since then. So no work cover for seven months? Yeah. Damn. At zero, I have had zero income other than the month I got at that other job since all this happened. Is there anything um, but like government departments, Centrelink, anything like that? Is there anything yeah, that they can I've do? I've applied to Centrelink. Um, they just keep telling me they've got a high, what is it, a high um, like influx of claims and that they'll get to me eventually, but that's been a few months now as well that I'm still waiting to hear yes or no from them. Yeah. What is that for, like, a new start or... Uh, obviously, yeah, like, for new start allowance. Because yeah. I'd like to get back to work, even if it's like, like I need to... I'm going to need to retrain into something I've never done before, some sort of admin or or something like that. So... What is your background? I'm hoping to get back to work. Yeah. What's... was So, what, um, what have you done previously? 
Um, I was a chef for 10 years and I also installed kitchens. I had my own landscaping business. So I've been very active, like very, very manual labor, very active. So it's very hard. As again, it, it sort of affects my mental health to not be able to go out and do that sort of work again as well because that's what I really do love. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Um, I, I'm exactly the same in that sense. I, um, I can work any job, but um, I utmost enjoy being in physical labour. There's something about it, isn't there, where you can just... Well, yeah, you finish your day and you feel like you've accomplished something. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, have you thought about, like, doing Log or, you know, there's all them... I know that, obviously, it's an extra expense and it's an income and it's, I guess, not physical de- demanding as such, besides running in and out yeah. of restaurants. Yeah, yeah, we've I've definitely looked into, like, the Uber Eats and the menu log and stuff like that. The issue with that for me lies that with my leg, I can't sit for too long, I can't stand for too long, I yeah. can't lay down for too long without it causing... No, no, it's like uh, it's like cold lightning shooting down your leg. Yeah, right. That sounds painful. Very painful. It's it's not good. It's, it's no pain I've ever felt before until this happened. And um, have you had much contact with, um, well, obviously the biz- every business has managers, but then obviously they have, um, you know, higher HR people. Have you had contact with their H- HR team around... Um, in angry? Um, I heard from them for the first couple of months and then I didn't hear anything else from them again. I've emailed them, I've texted them, but since the work cover thing sort of stopped, so did any conversations with the HR for the business. <laughs> yeah, I guess being a business at once, yeah. Once all that stops, it's... There's no reason to stay in contact. There are... Yeah, they're, they're pretty much clear. Um, yeah, so what's your next step, obviously? Um, this is obviously, like, something that is affecting your way to live. Um, I think that's the most distressing well, part here. It's affecting, yeah, the way you're living. It's affecting, obviously, your mental health and it's affecting your relationship and things like that. So, what? yeah, what do you do to... Yeah, what's your next steps kind of thing? Uh, currently, it's just the, the same as been for the last few months. Keep trying to get some sort of job to get some sort of income coming in. Um, yep. Yeah, just, I guess, keep surviving is probably the best way to explain it. I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel, unfortunately, for some time. Which is the scary but, uh, part, yeah, obviously. Knowing you, you yeah, can't yeah. see a light. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's it's just surviving at this point. So like, you haven't had any response from them. Like, obviously, I understand the processes to getting back to work after an injury. Um, it's like jumping through hoops. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, the business does it to cover their own ass, but obviously, leading back into going back to normal duties, where you did you. After you're in, you go back to work and get passed out as fit for work? Um, I went back on um, a return-to-work plan. Yeah. And um, it was... I did, like... Uh, I think it was three three days a week, five hours a day. 
and then I was supposed to have so many breaks in between to give my back a rest and all that sort of stuff. But um, unfortunately, the the workplace wasn't allowing me to have my breaks. Yeah, well, um, like not allocating you, like, obviously, is it five hours now that you meant to be allocated? I think it's every five, every five hours you got to have a half an hour break. So, obviously, your back-to-work plan, obviously, was meant to have breaks in between. Yeah, I was supposed to have a 10-minute break every hour. Yep. Um, Which is not... Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. I wasn't wasn't getting that. Yeah. Um, Did you bring that up to, like, management? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an outside um, business come in that was, like, um, uh, like, dedicated to be on my side of it sort of thing to help me navigate, like, the the legality process or whatever and uh, they came in we all had a big meeting went well for a week or two and then just went back to the old way again let me get this straight so some so a third party had come in like assess what was going on yeah and they were all good for so long and then it went back to the way it was yeah it was around that time that I I found out that they'd been talking, like doing the bullying in between, in between stores and stuff like that. And I sat down with my partner, waited up, and I said, I don't think it's worth um, the mental health side of things to be going back to somewhere that just doesn't care. Yeah, well, that's the thing with a big business, right? Um, is the only thing in their mind is bringing in avenue. Profits. Every, yeah, yeah, every 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 business is all about the dollar sign, um, but that's you know when you step back and you have like a family-owned business or you know a smaller business growing, um, you kind of get a bit more support around there. Um, but when you yeah. step into the bigger franchises and big businesses, that's where you start facing you know people that just think they know what's best and. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's staff aren't monitored, and I think that's the saddest reality of any business and the way people conduct themselves in today's world. Right? I um I have a saying: treat people the way you want to be treated. Um, and yeah, that's it. You know, I won't treat someone if I didn't expect them to be able to treat me that way. Mm. So it's sad, and it happens everywhere you go, and you know, um. You know, it's your situation's very hard because obviously you're in a position where, you know, you're struggling with your mental health due to not being able to provide for, you know, your fiance and to be able to, you know, work as a team to excel in what we're meant to call a life. Um, you know, I, I personally couldn't imagine um, what you're going through right now. Back to your partner. So your partner was doing... She was at uni, is that right? Yeah. And how's yeah, that going? Yeah, we moved up from Brisbane to here for her to do the university course. Yeah. What was she studying? Um, oral health therapy. Is it something that Rocky University only could, like, obviously supply or...? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there were one in, I think, Melbourne and one in Western Australia and then CQU, I think. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> It's three of the most outrageous places. Yeah. Rockhampton, Melbourne, or Western Australia. It's very uh, spread out. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously, so both 
Are yourself and your fiance's family are back in Brisbane or? Yeah, they're all back in Brisbane. So it's just you and your partner up here? Yep. So you don't have that. It's even worse. Yeah, extra, extra support. So is your partner still um, at university? Still doing what? No, he no. had to. He left um, a few months ago to go back to do full time. She's a dental assistant, so she went into full time work for that. But the hours just haven't been there lately either. So just because like the the new year rolling over, or like... yeah, rolling into the new year, and um, her particular surgery is expanding. So there's been like the construction work and stuff so they haven't been able to have as many days yep. stuff like that oh, yeah, yeah which makes oh, sorry makes it hard um yeah right it just seems to be one one roadblock after the other it it just it feels never ending to be honest yeah which would be the, the hard bit so I know you um have got GoFundMe page on Facebook um at the yep. moment, which kind of describes your situation. And I know... So, actually, I was reading through some of the comments. I didn't see any negative comments, which I thought was pretty good. Normally, when yep. something like that gets posted, it's, you know, it's warfare, right? Yeah. And I I think they've said... There's a lot of people that have jumped on and commented and said, have you tried this? Have you done that? And, and I... I you know, it's great that people have jumped on and commented and said some sort of things, but it can't that all that can feel um, overwhelming. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, um, there can be. Have you got much response from having like the GoFundMe page up? Uh, no, not a great deal. It's it's one of them things like Scott was saying. You know, like it's good that you don't have the negative comments coming in. Um, I personally yeah. haven't seen it as of yet, um, but I also don't go on social media that often. That's Scott's department. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but, yeah, so I, I guess it's a positive, right? Um, but then, you know, I can't imagine, like, I know what it was like to move from the sunny coast to a small town in Alpha and not like I was fortunate enough I had my mum there and my little sister and all that um but I couldn't imagine you know moving away from your your support um not only just you but your partner as well and having you know obviously you moved up here for a bigger picture and to set yourselves up and for all this to go on, and the end result is obviously, you know... Where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we moved up here super hopeful. We were like, yep, I'm going to start afresh. Everything's going to be sort of great. And then I think we moved up here beginning of January, and the injury happened end of February, and it's all just been downhill since then like we burnt through we had a good whack of savings when we moved up here because we knew obviously we we're going to need it yeah and we just we burnt through that just trying to trying to keep a roof over our heads really i believe the centrelink 
process for processing payments and things like that at the moment is blowing out to at least three months. That's 90 days mm. for, any, for some sort of assistance. Which is crazy, but, yeah, and, you know... I'm, but, but it's there You know, in it's there for people like yourself that, you know, are in a situation that you need that support and assistance because of an injury, not because you don't want to go to work and you just want to sit back and smoke a few Billy Joes and... But, you know, that that's my opinion. Like, um, I've grown up with my own difficulties and struggled to get into work and stuff. But I couldn't have... Yeah. It, it shouldn't be that hard to get support and assistance when you're in the position that you and your fiancé are in. And that, yeah. I guess that's where mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine being in that situation because I know how I feel when I'm not working. I could only imagine just being stuck at home in pain and not being able to um, do anything about it. Yeah, it is. it's quite frustrating. Again, it did... Um, I feel like I might have developed some... Um, some I don't know if it's the right words, but maybe some um, extra anger issues around it. Yeah. Because I've just sort of... Uh, everywhere you turn, it's sort of, as Scott said before, it's like a roadblock. It's just, can't move forward, can't can't fix it as hard as I try, and it just, yeah, it makes me real, really angry about the whole situation. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand that, and I couldn't, yeah, like I said, Kenneth, I couldn't imagine being in your position, and I could understand, obviously, the anger part, and then... Yeah, the frustration of, you know, coming from, obviously, you and your fiancé never having big arguments and now, you know, because of the situation and stress and everything, everything just adds on and now you're starting to argue. It just adds that extra pressure of, like, I'm stuck in this position and there's nothing, I feel like there's no way out. Um, But, yeah, and it, I think it's a fail on a business. Um... From understanding, like so, it's it's a fail to me. It's failed or it's a failure for a business mm. to put someone in this position. Um, and look, pe- people are going to hear this and they can have their opinion, but that's that's my opinion. Obviously, if you were, you know, one of these people that had an accident and then you're just trying to milk it, well, then yeah, yeah. I'd be like. <laughs> Well, you know, you kind of deserve to be in this position, but obviously, we can see that you're not. And, and even for those people, to even like you said before, to even comment and make judgment. Yeah, especially in a workplace, I think without even knowing the situation, yeah. you know. I think that's that's very poor, and you know, as it shows you who that they are as people. Um, yeah. Whatever anybody says about your situation, like the best advice I could most probably give you is, don't take it on board. Um, yeah, because like obviously you've got your own stuff going on. The last thing you need to be is worrying about people's opinions. And I've been there, and I've taken people's opinions on, and it's the one thing they'll with your mental health. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. and just send you down the the dark hole. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, it's hard enough to battle the black dog, but um, 
to start taking on people's opinions and them just making their opinions because it either for a business that's putting them out of pocket or you know that that's the way a business looks at it is like oh he's yeah. putting it on I like he should just be at work yeah and it's the sad thing obviously Scott you've been in management before I've you know been in supervisor roles um, running my own teams with securities. Um, and I've seen what real injuries do to people, obviously, with the, the security background. I've, you know, seen people get hurt and, um, you know, it's just stupid. And I think I'm very fortunate for myself is every industry I've worked in, um, when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's taken quite serious and it's everybody's looked after. Yeah. Uh, I think for a business that I'd be going for a second opinion to make sure I could provide the best support for that staff member that I could. Um, yeah. Obviously, we don't own that business, so, it's, mm. you know, it's just, you know, it scares me to think because obviously my end goal is to own my own business, so I guess it's an eye-opener to, you know, for me to w- the way I want to conduct myself when I own a business. Yeah, um, and that goes for anybody out there really that owns a business is you've got to be able to conduct yourself in a way that well it's not even that it's you've got to treat people like human beings every day then people aren't just a number and even you know the follow-up process because Alex is in the situation where potentially you could lose where you're living lose your house yeah um, and it's just it's, it's that care factor that's what bothers me the most is the follow-up and the care factor. Mm, yeah, and I, I think it's sad um, on a management's point of view, you know, if you like, if I was just a manager, obviously managers can't do much. Like, it all comes from a higher hierarchy. Higher power. <laughs> yeah, a higher power than a manager. But, you know, um, you know, you think that they'd still be trying to be in contact with you to, you know, make sure that you know, they can support you with whatever they can. Obviously, a manager's hands is tied at once everything's done, but obviously, you know... Too much red tape. It's like yeah. a Labor government. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it is, mate, and I, I wish we could help you in any way we can. Like, obviously, you can always reach out to us, and, you know, um, if there's anything we can do, obviously, we'll do our best to help you in any way we can. Um, but you know it's again like it's just a really shit time if you are getting to a point that you go back to you know suicidal just that you know there's so many things out there for blokes um, you know like walk and talk um, you know where they have a breakfast every second Sunday and it's a group of blokes that just talk and um, those guys are really good um, Absolutely amazing. The blokes yep. that run that, um, Jordan, Jordan and Chris, um, top blokes, have worked in the community sector for years. Um, and just all round blokes that give a shit. Um, yeah. And you know, like, like I was saying, even if you just get out on, what is it Saturday? Is it Saturday mornings? Saturday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Saturday mornings um, and just follow them on Facebook and um, I think they've got one coming up next weekend the 16th mm. but um, yeah great blokes um, 
and who knows, you might be able to talk to someone there that might be able to assist you. Um, obviously, the, they're getting bigger and bigger um, in what they're doing, and I take my hat off to them because I think it's amazing what they're doing. And um, yeah. But, yeah, there's definitely support out there, and I think uh, when you're facing mental health, I think it, there never used to be this kind of support. Um, and I think what the boys do there with Walk and Talk, um, with the men that turn up, you know, you never know. You might meet someone there that might be able to give you a couple of hours here and there or they might be able to point you in the right direction to talk to someone for more support um, because that's yeah. what they specialise in. Obviously, um, myself, like, I did a year in the community sector but um, and now I'm studying to do counselling. Uh, so yeah, obviously, like I um, most unorganised bunch of blokes you'll ever meet. Nah, that's the best <laughs> way to be. Though. Um, it just makes it all more fun. And this is what we're about. We're about reaching out to people and you know assisting them where we can. Obviously, we're very restricted um, with what we can do. But yeah, mate, um, I don't agree with what's happened to you by any means. I think that a business can deal with things a lot better than that, but obviously that that's their, their business model that they love, so, um, and it's just, it's a shame, it really is, and, um, mate, just don't give up, there's, um, there'll be a light at the end of the tunnel, it's just, it's when, unfortunately, that's the best, best thing I say to you, there's yep. always a light out of the end of the tunnel. And in every negative situation, there's a positive. You've just got to be willing to dig deep and find it. And it might sound like it is the... You kind of feel like you look back on the last 12 months and you think, you know, oh, I've made a mistake. Maybe I shouldn't have done that. And you reflect on all that stuff. It's better to look back on it and go, that's what happened. Then, you know, what can we do to, to move forward? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely moments in the last 12 months or so that I've looked back on and been like maybe maybe I shouldn't have done that that way and I wouldn't be in this position now but then I look on the flip side and I think well no that at the time was the best decision for me to make and I'm not the one who's put me in this position no exactly just remembering right. that sometimes <laughs> yeah and um, obviously you've got a bit of a fight left to um, go before you know, it all gets better, but, um, and I, I truly, from the bottom of my heart, hope that it gets better for you, mate. Um, Thank you. I, you know, if there's anything that we can do at all um, to help you with anything um, and we're able to do it, please don't hesitate to reach out. Obviously, we're very tired with what we do, <laughs> what we do at the moment, but, um, you know, hopefully no, in the next couple of months. Give me the opportunity to get the story out has been probably one of the best things you could possibly do. Sometimes it helps to talk about it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's And that's what John and I have said, you know, like you said before, it's a platform for people to talk because if you don't talk and you don't get it out there, um, you let it all fester and build up, you know. Boom. Boom. And, you know, there'll be someone that's downloaded this, they've listened to it, they will be in a similar situation to you, and they'll know that there is a way through it. it at the moment, it look like there's a way through, but um, 
yeah. there is always light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, both, all three of us have been in that situation. And, um, yeah, once you hit that light at the end of the tunnel, it's it. you go back and you reflect and you go, well, what can I do differently and so on and so forth. So, But definitely um, hit up those guys, um, Jordan and Chris, um, yeah, on well. Facebook, the Walk and Talk Boys. Um, I know Jai's taken me a couple of times. Um, we yeah, haven't, we haven't had a chance to really go back. <laughs> our, our own lives have been a bit hectic. Um, and we're fo- obviously, we're focusing on our own thing. Um, to uh, do. Weekends have turned into... Um, <laughs> Prepping and planning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, you know, obviously, be able to hear your, your story. And um, I see that as a blessing, mate. Um, life is a f- show as it is. As it is and... Um, Life is about, you know, getting the most out of it, obviously, because we only have one shot. Um, and so I can empathise with you where you're put in a position where, you know, you can't even really go out for dinner with your partner or you can't, you know, just go and watch a movie at the cinemas because you, every bit of money you have, you're trying to keep the roof over and over your heads and... You know, um, putting food in the fridge. So, um, yeah, you know, like it's reached the point sometimes, and even like quite recently, where we've had to sit down and make the choice whether or not we're paying rent or we're putting food in the house. It's it's, it's sort of yeah. Like I said, it's surviving. It's do we want the roof over our head or do we want to eat for that day? Yeah. Uh, the other thought I just had as well um, is like. There are other things out there like food bank and mm. um, Vinnie's and all that sort of stuff. And I know there's a there's a stigma around that about going to those places and asking for help and all those sort of stuff. But I tell you what, all those places, including the Salvation Army, actually, I still remember when um, we had a situation. Katie's mentioned it previously um, on podcasts, but we had. Um, one of the Salvo army ministers basically come to our house and they're like, okay, tell us what you need. And we held back a lot, you know, because I wasn't proud of the situation that we happened to be in. And they um, assisted with gift cards and and things like that just to kind of get us by. Um, That's definitely one one other (laughs) aspect to look at is, and I know it might be, might be tricky at the moment um, because of the cost of living crisis that we're in. But um, if you need assistance, all these places are available to you. Um, and um, sure. yeah, I suppose that's another aspect as well as knowing where, where you, you can go. go if you don't sort of know. Anglicare um, CQ, they're um, a really great organisation. I previously, previously worked for them myself. Um, they have a lot of support there. Um, you can just go into the front desk there, and um, they'll give you forms to fill out. And they do like food hampers. But another thing, um, shoot us a message, and if there's any supplies that, just give us a list of supplies, and we'll see what we can do on our end. You know, if there's supplies that we can give you, 
um, make up a list um, with your fiance, and by all means, give us a couple of weeks and see what we can do on our end, and um, try and do the best we can to give you a hand. And we want to. I do appreciate that. We want to touch base with with you again, you know, in a few weeks, and see where you're at, because we do. It's it's all it's all good to come on the podcast once and share the story, but it's the follow up and seeing yeah. how you're going and if you're all right with that, of course. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, definitely sit down tonight um, with your fiance, and I I don't care if there's a hundred things on that list, but um, you know, this podcast is about helping people, so we'll obviously put our brains together and. Um, Mates helping mates. Yeah, see what we can do on our end, and um, it'll give us the opportunity to kind of do a bit of outreach within the community. Uh, cool, thank you. I do I do really appreciate that. All good, mate. It's all about helping other people. That's it. Thanks for sharing your story, mate. No, thank you for hearing it. And um, please don't hesitate to reach out. You know, if your headspace is in a bad spot, um, you feel like you're at that, spot of suicidal please honestly please I'd prefer to message our page and I'll give you a call and I'd prefer to sit on the phone with you all night than worry you, about you if you're feeling affected by today's content you can contact Lifeline on 13 11 14 Beyond Blue on 130 022 4636 Men's Line Australia on 130 or visit health.gov.au. These links are also on our social media at The Scott and Jai Show. And that was the podcast for the 7th of the 1st, 2024. You know what we forgot to do uh, during the show? It's been been quite a big show, hasn't it? Yes, mate. Um, but one thing I forgot to mention, which I will uh, mention right now at the end, Good like that, I don't. Um, oh, damn it, I lost it. No, I didn't. Today, 7th of January, 2024. Oh, I haven't stuffed it up yet. It's pretty good. Uh, today is, or tomorrow in America, is the Golden Globe Awards. Oh, for all the famous people. I think so. Mm. Not sure. It's also Old Rock Day. Oh, yeah. So you've got an Old Rock, yep. National Bobblehead Day. National uh, Harlem Globetrotters Day. I'm not going to take it any more day to do with unions and I'm being not worked. Gonna take it? No, we ain't gonna take it. Here's another one for you, mate. I'm glad we mentioned about situations on the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Um, National Pass Gas Day. Hey, there's National. I Pass- do that every hour on the hour. <laughs> So we celebrate. Here you go. Celebrate something that every human being has in common because they have done it at one time or another. Passing gas, uh, starting from the newborn stage and moving all the way through to old age, people uh, have been passing gas throughout all of human history. Now, on National Pass Gas Day, you have to pay pay attention uh, to this very human condition. It's not. A, it's just part of. It's just life. part of life. Uh, it's also National Tempura Day. So anything tempura, tempura, like tempura nuggets and all that jazz. Uh, oh, veg, veguary. It's veguary. Oh, so people are meant to like have veggies. 
apparently so, yep. Thyroid Awareness Month. Hey. Do you Nash- say thyroid or thyroid? Th- thyroid. Oh, it must just be the accent. National, hey, this is why I put the video up on Facebook. It's National Slow Cooker Month, along with Bread Machine Baking Month. Yeah, right. So we've just combined the two, right. making bread in the slow cooker. Uh, January, uh, National Skating Month. January. Uh-huh. Like Stuart gin? Gin. Gen, gen, like Not gin. Gen. Oh, I thought gin. you meant like gin and tonic. Uh, but then straight away, the next one after that is dry January. Oh, so it was about, like, gin as the drink. Gin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then yeah. the next one here says j- just dry, j- dry, not dry. Oh, dry, dry. Dry January. Nah, apparently dr- dry January. Um, is offering an opportunity for the body, mind, and wallet to get a bit of a reset. Dry January has a growing has been growing in popularity in several years in the UK, uh, where it all began, as well as throughout the world. So get ready to learn more about... I think we do dry July. Yeah, we do. So that's a UK thing. And again, people from the UK listen to the podcast. So um, Another exciting one, actually, is um, National... Scrolling through here. National Blood Donor Month. Oh, yep. So if you, can, if you can give blood, give blood. And um, what do you like to find out? You just go in there and say, give me a poke. There are conditions to it. We should post it up on our socials. There is. Yeah, you should. Um, but yeah, some yeah, show well, some we'll love. Show some love uh, <laughs> to those who need it uh, by giving something that literally comes from your heart. Oh, the voiceover guy's talking over the top of me. Um, yeah, give blood. Blood transfusions uh, throughout the world continue to save lives every day from the people who are undergoing cancer treatments uh, and those who also have blood diseases. So, get out there in July, go give blood. That's something we should go do, together. I don't even know if I'm allowed. We'll look it up. Um, International Brain Teaser Month. National Clean Up Your Computer Month. National Soup Month. Get Organised Month. We're keeping you up, mate. Yeah, I'm freaking wrecked. There's a, yeah, there's a whole list here. And happy birthday to Nicholas Cage. You know who Nicholas Cage is, oh, right? Oh, Cagey. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. He's from um, the Avengers movies. Uh, he's the Arrow dude. Oh, yep, yep. Yep. And Al he's Capone. actor. Yeah. I think I didn't. Sorry? I hope I spelled his, said his name right. Al Capone. Oh, yeah. Famous uh, gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gangster. That's his he's birthday the, today. He's in the mob. He's in the... Oh, yes. The Italian Mafia. Oh, there you go. That's So that's it. Yeah, we forgot he's to mention that throughout the podcast. There you go. Where do you get the book from? Audio uh, books. Audio books. I got it on... Um, I think I got it on Google Books. Yep. It's just a digital version. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good stuff. Well, thanks for joining us on the uh, podcast today. You can download the Scott and Jai show, uh, acast, shows.acast.com forward slash the Scott and Jai show. Like, follow, and share uh, at the Scott and Jai show. Um, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that sort of stuff. Please, uh, we want to hear your, your situations and any feedback. We'll read out your comments during the podcast next Sunday. Join us 10am live on Facebook next week. You want to say anything before we leave, mate? No, sorry, mate. I was in my little world. I'm so tired. 
Hope everybody has a great weekend and um, remember, kids, hide your keys. Because <laughs> under Elbow's government, no one's safe. Do I need to play your little um, disclaimer thing again, do I? Vote Jai Hennessy. <laughs> Is that official? Is that official? Not Why not? You do a good job. Nah. But I'm being serious when I say, when under Elbow's. Okay, no one's safe. <laughs> it's not easy under Albanese. Authorised by the... <laughs> <laughs> How good. All right, guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. See you, guys. Thanks for downloading the Scott and Jai Show, Mates Helping Mates podcast. Listen to the boys live on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. till 12 p.m. on Radio X. How do you listen to Radio X? Go to radiox.com.au and click listen live. Turn up the volume with Radio X. Your ultimate rock destination. Tune in today at radiox.com.au. Radio X.